the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition ever. How bad can it be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best served funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Welcome podcast. to Worst Ever Podcast. Hi, everybody. We're back. Oh, God. And he's still interrupting me. It's been a lovely vacation. It's been a nice little respite. But we're back. But now we're back. And we have a lot of shit, a lot of oh worst ever things that have happened. Speaking of backs, my back is killing me. Uh, well, you should use this um, inversion thing that I will. my husband just I will, at a right after we do this. <laughs> um, but first off, uh, I want to talk to you for a second about our sponsor, Bobble Bar, this, um, this episode. Um, you guys, okay, I knew of the Bobble Bar, but I had never actually tried the Bobble Bar. And... I just went on their site and ordered. They have bags. They have accessories. They have the cutest earrings yeah. in multiple colors. Yep. I just ordered a ton of stuff for Hollywood Darling Season 2. Well, you know what? We so, start next week. It comes. It's like shipping in a couple days. It'll be here any any second. I'm well, so you know, excited. You know what's great is that I knew Bobble Bar before you. See, you always have to one-up me. Well, I, it's okay. It's, it's the truth, though, because they were one of the... Um, Sponsors on Project Runway All Stars. That's how I knew them. That's how I found them from the beginning. Yes, huge hit. Huge. So all the designers use them as from the accessory wall. I love a good accessory wall. Yeah, bobble bar. I had an accessory wall in my house. I wish I had a bobble bar accessory wall in my house. Can we make that happen? Well, you have to continue to use bobble bar. Then you can do it. Just buy some hooks and throw on some bobble bar. Visit bobblebar.com and enter promo code WORST to get 20% off your first order. Well, you know I need, I mean, you've seen my closet. I need a lot of editing and I need to be more like up to date. You need to edit your life. I know. And I said this to my husband today. I was literally looking at a pile of clothes and I said, I have nothing to wear. And then I looked at myself and I was like, I'm a ridiculous person. Well, you know what I do with the bubble bar? What? I ordered it and got Christmas gifts, early Christmas gifts for people. I Really? Because I really feel like you could you could rock an earring. I've, what would your drag name be? Can we just talk about that for a second? Well, isn't it supposed to be like your... It's supposed to be Childhood your, street name. I think that's your porn star name. No, what is it supposed what to be? Steven? Steven, look up how do you he find your drags, drag, drag name. name. Well, I have my ears are pierced. I could definitely. They've never closed up. Oh my gosh! I am putting my earrings on you when they arrive, and we are okay, taking great. pictures and putting it. You guys have to check out our Instagram. Yeah, they've never closed. Worst ever podcast. When did you wear earrings? When I was eighteen, nineteen, so 90, 1990. Do you have any pictures of that? Well, my parents didn't know that I had my oh ears my God, pierced. Of course, they didn't. <laughs> okay, so uh, when I was okay, here's the Can't story. You. Are you ready? Yes. So. <laughs> This is really fucked up. Right after high school, before I went moved to New York for college, I did a summer here in L.A. Um, with the party, right. the former Musketeers, because right. I was Chase, right. Chase's guardian. If you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back. I right. think it's the DD episode. Anyway, right. he talks about that. So go I on. was Chase's guardian, and even though because I had just turned eighteen, and um, so I can't believe your parents even let you do that. Well, yeah, it was fine because I'm very I'm I was not I'm not a like, no I know you weren't a druggie and you didn't yeah drink I wasn't time. like a big crazy person. Anyways, I remember we went to the Glendale Galleria. We used to love that Galleria. Went to Claire's boutique. Sure. <laughs> and I got my ears pierced there. Both. Both pierced. 
And because I was here for so long, I was here for like two to three months. Mm-hmm. So it would heal by the right. time, you know, so I did it while the first like couple weeks we were here. So that when I went back home, I took the earrings out. Right. And they never noticed they never, the holes. They, my parents to this day don't know my ears are pierced. Actually, I didn't know your ears were yeah. pierced. Because when you look at you, you've yeah. got, I mean. A beautiful the way, face. Well, yeah. Okay. The way your face is shaped, you don't see your yeah. earlobes it's really. It's proportionally but, perfect shaped but face. But now that I'm looking, wow. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. When you got the piercings, do you remember the color stone you got in there? I didn't wear a stone. I wore hoops. What? Yep. I wore mini hoops, little tiny ones. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you could get hoops from the very beginning. Yeah. I always thought you had to get the stud because it was like I, th- I think big. the first I think the first one Two was weeks. just like a little like a little just a plain stud that I had to you keep turning. Mine was aquamarine. I remember. But you know I had my eyebrow pierced without my parents knowing too. What? Yeah, I got that done here too. I had my and I was shooting a commercial for Sprint. Okay. And so they had to have me take it out. And by the end of the shoot, because it was so long, it, it closed up. up. And I did that with Alyssa in New York. It was me, Alyssa Milano, and Justin Thoreau. Oh, my God. I can't. And we went stories. on 2nd Avenue. And Alyssa and I, Alyssa got her nose pierced, I think. And I got my eyebrow pierced. What did Justin get pierced? He didn't. Unmentionables. No, he didn't get pierced. <laughs> but he was with us. It, yeah. um, did her nose close up or does she still have it? No, it's closed up. She, oh, okay. No, she doesn't have it anymore. Um, I have three piercings on my left side, um, my left ear. The third one I like did myself. Guys, don't do that. Don't Why would ever you do, do it, it yourself? yourself. Because I was stupid in like in ninth grade, and I was like, I can do it myself. You did like the ice cube out. with like a pin thing. Not even. I think I just like poked like a stud through. It was. I'm. I'm stupid. Then I got the top of my ear pierced, like way up top in the cartilage. Also bad. It gets really infected. It's still like pierced. It, but I can't even get a thing through it, and it was a bad idea. You know, I had my, you know, I had my lip pierced for ten years. What? Until recently, until last year, like on my twenty ninth birthday. But this has been this was pierced for ten years, freshman year, all the way yeah until I was twenty nine. Has it closed up? Um. I can't squirt any water out of it if that's what Gross. Yeah. Steven? I know. I haven't. Well, I don't even. You couldn't even do that originally, but I basically, oh. yeah, had it for. But I took Why care of it. Why did you take it out? I think like impending 30ness oh. was like made like, me hey. be like, maybe I got it. Plus, it's like. I'm done with this moment. Yeah. Not only that, but like. <clears throat> I don't know. Facial piercings now were like. I mean. Not. It was trendy for a while. It was trendy. It's definitely trendy to get piercings. And it feels like after a while, if you have a like a you know an eyebrow or something, like after right. a while, the only people that actually notice are people who are like still confused by it. And then everybody who <laughs> thought it, everybody like you're saying, it's like everyone who thought it was cool, like they're over it. It's yeah. like all right, you're just like everybody else. That's true. Did you yeah. find out what the drag thing is? Oh, so there's a couple different versions. So there was a a, a meme generator where I entered your names oh, to see what your your drag names were. Okay. Um, my in in we can put a link on like social or something so if people want to try this out this one is just you just enter your name and then you just hit a thing so mine is divine courtesan oh you are which i really like you are classy um allah you're charlemagne temple yep okay (laughs) that's perfect Mm -hmm. but christine you're also charlemagne tension 
Oh, wow. What? what the what? So Charlemagne Temple and Charlemagne Tencho- Tension? Tension. I feel yeah. like we, like we were meant to have our own drag show. Yeah. Um, and then there's also. And this- I was the headliner. Please. And then there's. I'm the one bringing the conflict. Everyone knows the one bringing the conflict is. The tension, yeah. Yeah. The tension is because you can't take the tension of my. Of your annoyingness? uh, Of Of your your temple. Of my templeness because the temple is a holy. um, Your temple, Grandolin. (laughs) Grandolin. And then there's this other uh, way to make your drag name. Um, So allow your first name starts with an A. So your tulip. And the when, when's your birthday? September. You are tulip flowers. <laughs> That's Ooh. another variation. That's I don't good. know about this generator. Yeah, this one. And then um, Christine, you're a C, so you're Amanda. And then when's your birthday? January. Um, Amanda Alley. Ooh, Amanda. <laughs> That's like Alley. a porn star. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the porn star names used to be the street you grew up on, and uh, no, the name of your first pet, and the street you grew up on. Uh, mine, uh, using this generator, I'm Regina Bottom. Regina Goldbottom. Oh, that's the best that's, one. Yeah. That's Regina definitely Goldbottom. the best one. That, I mean, I'm sorry. He's the star. Um, but yeah, you're right. The other way to do it is, or like the classic way is Pet's first name and the street you grew up on. Nosy Bankside. Nosy. <laughs> Your dog was named Nosy? No, I had a hamster. It was my first oh. pet named Nosy. So mine is Horrible. Gucci Green Oak. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I would be Pebbles Westridge, which that's like a British stripper, so <laughs> yeah. a British drag queen. Um, oh, wait. So, wait. Just to get back for a second to the bobble bar. Yeah. By the way, guys, sorry. We've made a real left turn here. Um, if you guys want some bobble bar, go to bobblebar.com. They can enter in a code WORST. W-O-R-S-T. And check out all their amazing styles. They're they're awesome. You can also do like a little, you know, um, they have everything kind of categorically. So if you're looking for something specific, something trendy, something fall, something for like, you know, uh, a wedding, something in certain colors. I really like they have like a high end section too. I don't know if you. No, I that. love that and like the new stuff that they That's put out every. Really time. nice. Also, you can have stuff personalized. Okay, I need to get. We need to get into what. We did over our summer vacations. It was hardly a vacation. It was hardly. Well, I had some vacation time, but there were some things. I want to talk to you first I about. Bet you do. Because you've. There's I've been a been, lot of I've things been happening. I've been through it, guys. I know. Been By the way, we're drinking through. cocktails. I just want to. Steve, I've well, been we're drinking cocktails it. and Stephen has a beer. Um. So I was working on. Project Runway All-Stars. All-Stars. So you were uh, in New York basically all summer. All summer. But it was later in the summer this year than we normally shoot. So it was a little warmer. But actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So it was Do fun. you remember that year that I was out there and saw you guys? Yeah. It was so flicking hot. Yeah, Dude, well. Do you remember? Like it, it was like damp. It gets hot in New York. I know. Like muggy, muggy. Yeah, it gets hot. So anyways, I was there all summer. And it was a, it's a very successful season. By the way, season six of Project Runway All-Stars premieres January 4th. So check it out excited. on Lifetime. Um, anyways, so I was doing that. Um, and then I Hold got, on, wait, back up. Yeah. Any worse stories from New York? It was all like pretty smooth sailing. It was pretty smooth sailing. I didn't get as hives this year, which is great. 
Yeah. Because normally I get everyone's okay. Everything's I'm crazy, but I, there's something in that region, whether it's Jersey or New York, that I'm allergic to. It's some sort of plant, tree, whatever. Well, it basically ruined your mu- musical theater career. Completely. So what happens is, is that the pollen count is so high and thick there that I literally my eyes swell up. I get hives. It's bad. So now I've learned uh, going through an hour just I've pre-medicated before I go to New York to get my histamine level to where it needs to be. Oh, gotcha. So I didn't get hives this year, which is great because it's miserable when I do. You did get bangs, though. I'm kidding. Bangs. It's just I'm kidding. <laughs> what did you do over your summer vacation? I mean, I got bangs. So stupid. Um, anyways, <laughs> wow, way to fucking ruin a moment. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, everything was going great. I, I didn't really have any bad stories in New York. Everything was pretty much cool. Cool. But I did get a call from my housemate who owns the house that we live in here in right. LA. Right. He lost his job. Oh man. And he's a panicker. Okay. <laughs> so he immediately goes to uh, suicide. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's where he no. goes. Yeah, okay. That's where he goes. But you have to calm him down. And I'm like, okay, calm down. But he freaks out about financial. Like, we're, he's at an age where he thinks he's not hireable, which is not true. He's got an MBA. He's very intelligent. He's very smart. He's worked for the company that he got laid off. Of. And he bought this house. He bought that you the guys house living in. In, okay. in Highland Park, California, which is a very expensive neighborhood now. Yeah, it's very up and coming. Yeah. He bought it at a good time. It's like the Brooklyn of Los Angeles, right. let's say. Yeah. Um. So he got a severance, yada yada. But you know, he's been like, you know, emailing resumes and interviews, mm-hmm. and he's not landing jobs. So okay. he's freaking out. So he's like, I have to rent the house out. Now, I'm in New York. Oh, God. And I'm literally like, dude, I can't really do anything from here. Like, to like, you know, he's like, well, I want to rent it out for November 1st. And what day did you get home? I got home uh, September 9th. So I'm now I'm now I'm like now I'm like I'm working, you know, every day in New York and I'm stressed out about because I don't know. I haven't looked for a place to live in 14 years only because the the, I've been there for four years. And then before that, 10 years with a friend of mine who owned the house. Right, right. So I hadn't been in the market to look for apartments. Oh, yeah. So I didn't I had no idea what it was like. So rental market in this town is atrocious it's ridiculous i only say that because i had to find this place that we're sitting in right now this rental house because we're you know doing the big renovation and i was doing that throughout the first season of hollywood darling so i would wrap at like 6 p.m and then i would make an appointment to go see a house at like 6 30 like it was it was insane and people were outbidding me Oh no! Like I got into a war with someone. I have. Oh, I have some stories. We're talking about houses that look like people died in them. I have some stories. Shitty houses that people were outbidding me and saying, "Well, I'll give you a two-year lease." I mean, it was like insane. So, I 
get back and he's like so yeah we had november 1st and i'm like why are you rushing like you're gonna find a job right. just relax right give it till december 1st i'm trying to buy me some time because his plan is he's gonna rent his house out and then he was he's gonna rent his house out for more than what the mortgage is which is very easy to do in highland park sure like i'm like without saying his name i'm like you can rent this house out in a day. I promise you it'll rent out. Just right. relax. Because the, it's so hot. Give it right till December 1st because, you know, if you don't get a job before Christmas, you're not getting one till after. So right. I get it. Right. And I'm not mad at him for, you know, wanting to, like, you know, do this. I totally understand. But I was just, like, trying to buy me some time because I literally just got back after, like, two and a half months of, yeah. of working and traveling. So it's no, no, no. I'm like, okay, you know. So I start looking. I had no idea what the market's like. I'm literally, by the way, my credit is fucked. It's shot. So it makes it. Because you haven't rented anything? Because of everything. My parents ruined my credit. I mean, it's just a nightmare, right? So it's just fucked. So I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be ridiculous. So. I go on to every app from Trulia to apartment.com to Westside Rental, Zillow. <laughs> I mean, I'm on everything. I still, to this day, am getting emails. I don't know how to get rid of them. Okay. You know? so, That's why you don't email me back. Cool. Right. It. Um, it's My whole mail's junk. Yeah. Um, so it was like I would literally find places and then go – set an appointment they're like we're showing it from like 10 to 12 there would be people lined up <gasps> at 9 30 not and when i say lined up i mean like a line of people <laughs> waiting to like walk in and Are then you want an apartment an apart like not even an apartment a studio <laughs> okay not like a guest house no not something that's like, like a studio and literally the holy grail of they're on their phones filling out the applications <gasps> as they're like walking in so i mean at this point you 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 might as well not show up unless you have an application filled out. At right, this point. it's crazy. Well, and you also moved at the worst time of the year, which is when people are going back to school. Right. Oh shit. Right. I didn't yeah. Think about that. So I'm like going, and I, and when I say like these places are like way like a room for fifteen hundred dollars with a hot plate, you know, like I'm not like there's, oh, it's man. like ridiculous. Like not even a kitchen. Right. So. I'm literally now I'm getting angry and angry and like I'm like now I'm going to places like uh you know now I'm like fucking angry possible tenant right okay so then I say to myself so that's gonna work well. you know what maybe I should go on like a roommate thing in Craigslist oh roommate and find a find someone who's renting out a room in, sure. in a house or an apartment a roommate or a killer right whatever well there's a few so then this deal comes up Find on Craigslist. It's right on Fountain, right by Runyon Canyon. Okay. All right. See the pictures of the building? Gorgeous. <laughs> See the uh, – I, I email the guy on Craigslist. Hey, I'm interested in taking a look at your space. Mm-hmm. The price is like perfect. It's like under what I w- was expecting to pay. Because Uh-oh. he's in a rent control situation. Oh, okay. All right. Right? So I'm going, okay, this is like, this is too good to be true. So I set up an appointment. He asked me a couple questions of what I do, and I explain. 
you know, he happens to be an actor. What did you say? I'm curious. I said I produce, and I also have, uh, and I'm I'm an actor. You know, um, we but, just have so many titles these yeah. days. You know, it's so like, I he, he's like okay. He goes and I go. He goes. Do you have a steady income? He's like yes, I have a steady income. He's like okay, great. And I was like, well, and I go. Well, do you mind if I ask what you do? And he's like, well, I'm also I'm an actor. Um, I but I have a regular job. And I was like, great. Because that's a concern yeah, for me, yeah, too. Yeah. And I was like, great. You know, he seemed totally great on the phone. Cool. So we set up an appointment. I show up. The building is outside the building. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a parking space. The parking space I would have had would be parking space number 13. Because okay. he's like, pull into number 13. Ooh. Okay. I was like, oh, is this okay. ominous? Yes. Yeah, right. Building's great. I love that there's a parking space. I love the neighborhood. It's near Runyon Canyon. It's near Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It's near Silver Lake. It's like perfect near the freeways. I'm like, this is way too good to be true. Yeah. He comes and meets me in the garage. Seems really nice, normal so far. He's like, so let me show you around the building. I'm like, great. Shows. And as we're walking through the building, by the way, like people are like, Hey, Mark, good to see you. You know, and I'm like, okay, he knows everybody. So I'm he like, hasn't killed anyone. Right. So I'm like, going, he's like, he's a, okay. Okay. So then he like says, okay, well, I'll start with the laundry um, area. I'm like, okay, beautiful laundry room, you know, cheap. Okay. I'm used to having my own laundry in the house, but whatever. Then he goes up to the roof. Yeah. Rooftop pool. Wow. Barbecue. View of Hollywood. Wow. You can see all the way to downtown. It's like gorgeous. Okay. Then he goes, takes me down like two other floors to the gym. Brand new gym. All new equipment. Like, he's like, I go, wow, you have all new equipment. He's like, yeah, isn't that great? So you can come here and work out. I was like, well, I don't work out, but like, it's good to know that there's all new equipment. <laughs> there's an option. Yeah, right. I'm in the hallway to go to the apartment. Hallway is like, re I mean, new carpet. It's I'm like, this is like way too fucking good. This oh, is shit. like, this is He's amazing. He's selling you the building before He's the apartment. He's selling me the building before the apartment. And nothing was like ding, ding, ding in your head. You weren't like, why are you not showing me the apartment, dude? Well, there was a moment where I was like that, but I was like going, whatever. This is also great. But, that... And everything's remodeled, so I'm going, right. it's got to be fine, right? right? I walk in the apartment, and it's his apartment hasn't been remodeled. It's not disgusting or anything like that. It's a there's a lot of clutter and a lot of things. Okay. And he goes, "Okay, so this is the apartment. This would be your room. It's got its own private bathroom, and there's like a bed and a TV and a dresser." And he goes, and I go, and then he's like, "This is the living room, and it's got like a whole bunch of shit in there." And then there's like a little dining area with a round table. He's like, I also sometimes coach actors. So like we'll do stuff here. Oh. I'm like, okay, well, that's, you know, whatever. That's okay. fine. And I'm like, okay. Maybe he, you could like listen. He goes, and I goes, coaching. and I look at the, I go, wow, you have a lot of stuff. And he's like, yeah, I know. I got to work on that. I got to work on that. Don't worry. I'm trying to work on that. And I go, okay, no big deal. I go, he goes, but I keep the kitchen clean. Now, I look to the kitchen, and it's like a fucking mess. I'm like going, what? It's like Ooh. gross. And I'm like, Ooh. that's clean? So then so then he's like, 
he's showing me there. I go, well, I'm, I'm glad that they have, you know, my own bathroom or whatever. And he goes, and I go, but you know, I have my own furniture, my bedroom furniture. He goes, oh, no, the furniture stays. And I go, well, okay, I guess I could work around, like, maybe just bringing my mattress and keeping right. the bed. But, like, the TV, the TV is like a 1987 gigantic box. Oh, yeah, no. Like, a, like, a, like you know, one of those, like, huge box. Yeah, he's got to let that go. And I go, I go, no offense, but I, I'd want to oh. get rid of the TV. He's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. I go, I work in the TV industry, and so I watch a lot of TV. And I would, I have a really nice and TV, I have a and I have flat like, screen. He was like, okay. He goes, well, I guess I could, I guess I could find a place to put that. And I was like, okay. Then find a place to put it. I know. Okay. I'm like, okay. Then he goes. On the street is where you should be putting that. <laughs> then Literally, he goes, no one wants it. Then he goes. Will doesn't want it. Christine, shut it. Then he goes. <laughs> By the way, I'm a Buddhist, and I go, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm a Muslim. <laughs> he goes, okay. He goes, so that doesn't bother you? And I go, dude, uh, you can be whatever religion you want. I don't care. He goes, well, I have like Buddhist meetings here too. I go, okay. He's like, so sometimes I'll have like four or five people and we, you know, we do that. He goes, and I chant every day. <laughs> and I go, all right. And he goes, would, would you like to hear what that's like just so you know? And well, I go, excuse me? He goes, no, I'll just show you. So he walks over to this shrine in the living room. He opens it up. He gets on his knees or okay. whatever. And he starts like mecca and high in it, you know, okay. hiney ho, right? <laughs> at the top of his lungs. And then he looks at me and he goes, so that's what you'll hear every day. Are you okay with that? And I go, I mean... I can't stop you from now. At this point in my head, I'm like, I ain't moving in here, but like, I'm gonna pretend like I love this place because I don't want him to fucking bother me, right? How, did he tell you how many times a day he chants? He chants every day, once a day. Okay, how how long does that last? Who knows? Okay. So then <laughs> he's like, "You seem like a great guy, and you seem like you're for real about this." So I. I want to like make this happen. So all I need is you, you know, application. I go, well, okay. Yeah. I go, I'm definitely interested. I go, I unfortunately have made like four other appointments, but I'm like, this is like my favorite place so far. Oh no. Why'd you say that? Well, because I'm like, he's now crazy. Okay. Then he goes, Oh, by the way, my girlfriend lives next door. And I go, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm not ready for her to move in. I go, all right. He goes, she's my hairdresser, and now we're in a relationship, and she lives next door, but she's really cool. And I go, okay. He goes, but she's over a lot. Is that going to bother you? And I go, well, I go, to be honest with you, I would like to meet her before, you know. He's like, oh, of course, of course, but she's really cool. And I go, but she lives right next door. He's like, yeah. I go, okay. He goes, sometimes... She likes just to hang out in my apartment when I'm not here. She has a key. And I go, what? Oh, my God. He goes, yeah, she has a key. And sometimes she just wants to hang out. 
So I go, okay, well, again, I would have to meet her, you know, because that's, yeah. I mean, I go, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. He goes, no, I get it. He goes, all right, cool. He goes, so can you get the application? I was like, yep. And then I literally, like, he walked me into my car and I was like, he starts tell. he had PTSD, by the way. From? I have military. Oh. I figured that out because he started talking about I go so what happened to your old roommates well he goes well I don't really want to talk about it right now and he started like his eyes started squinting and changing and like he was like and I was like he's like I'm going to anger management because of everything and because I you know I I was and I was like okay calm down you're okay you're all right don't worry I was just curious and then I was like all right I literally drove out pulled over Blocked his number. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and was okay. like, oh, my God, this is a fucking nightmare. Well, you know, uh, I well, feel for him. I'm glad he's found Buddhism. I hope that helps him. I don't know. I do. Um, but that, you know, finding a finding a, a roommate on Craigslist is got to be not that. Oh, can't. it's a nightmare. No, I can't. So so I continue to look. I realize that you have to literally just drive. Right. And just start. Taking down numbers, calling right there. I would literally drive by a place and go, I'm here. God. Are you around? Open the door. You know, whatever. This one girl, this one roommate situation, she wanted me to move in. Her roommate that she kicked out was using her room when she was out of town as a bed, as a uh, Airbnb without her knowing. Stop it. Yes. So she kicked her out. So she's like, "Ew." She was jobless. She started driving for Uber. The new the, this person who was living there. She would start driving for Uber, which I want someone who's away from that because I'm at the house a lot. So I want someone who has a normal job. Yeah. So I was like, "This is not gonna work." Yeah. No cable. No direct TV. Oh no. Oh no. That's not gonna work for you. You need yeah. a little woman in LA. So I was like, "Okay." I go, "Are you?" Do you mind if I get DirecTV if I move in? She's like, no. She's like, um, does that mean I can get it too? Like I can use it? I go, well, if you want to help pay for it, but otherwise. It's just going to be in my room. It'll be in my room only. She's like, oh, man. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> um, okay, got to go. So I left that situation. So I was like, that's it. I'm getting my own studio. It's over. I'm just yeah. You know, here's the thing that sucks. Okay. I think, and look, I'm not, you know, I haven't had a, like a roommate situation in a long time. Um, but when you get to a certain age in your life, the idea of not being with someone that you don't know intimately, you know, who's a friend or like a family member, like it's weird. It's weird. I think this is my current roommate. But I will say this. We do have a roommate right now. His name is Frank. He's actually in that room right there. And is he there now? Yeah, yeah. He's here? I, yeah. I actually really want him to tell some stories, which I think we should have him on the podcast because he's known me since I was 17. He's here right now? Yeah. Has he been here the whole time? Yeah. Stephen saw him. He was eating when he came in. I want him to tell some stories because he's like known me what is since he, I was just like... hanging out in the room? Yeah, he's he's... Literally, he's the greatest roommate alive. 
Um, well, that's why I liked my roommate. I know, because you never saw him. Well, he worked from like 8 a.m. to no, we, 8 p.m. He And that's what, he works all day, too. And he's also like, we see him, we say hi. and But I've also, but he feels like family. I've known him since I was 17. And that's the difference, you know? Um, also, it's really kind of great because he's just here working on a job this fall. And so, you know, we're we're kind of like helping him out. But there's times at which we'll have, we'll want to go out to dinner or want to go out to an event. He doesn't necessarily like change a diaper but man he can sit with a monitor he's got no problem got no problem sitting with a monitor helping a little bit here and there he got her out of her crib made her breakfast the other day like it's kind of like having a manny but not you're such an asshole what do you mean what do you mean that is the the dumbest thing i've ever heard it's a mutually symbiotic relationship What what are you talking about But he doesn't even change the diaper well, no, I'm not expecting him to. That's not I the understand point. that, but you're leaving your child with this person? At night from 7.30 to 7.30 when she doesn't wake up? Okay. Like, we go out and have dinner, or we went to see a movie. I haven't seen a movie since The Hunger Games. I'm not kidding. I'm literally not kidding. Okay, well. So we were like, because if I pay for a sitter, we want to go and, like, connect. And then I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen a movie in so long. And Brandon was like, me either. I was like, let's go see a movie. One night we put her down, and I was like, Frank? We're leaving. We're going to see a movie. He's like, I got the I got the monitor on high. I'm just here. I'm writing. He's a writer and he works in entertainment. And he's just like, if anything goes awry, I'll call you. All right. Back to me. So then I just started looking for studios. Great. Now, here's how I end up where I'm at. On accident. You did find a good place, though. I mean, it's a good place. It's a good area. It's horrible parking. The neighborhood is a little sketchy. The neighbors are a little fucking wacko. It's not the cleanest fucking building. Okay. But my apartment is, I made them make it like, like I literally was like, here's the deal. And they are scared of me because I set the tone immediately with the first email to maintenance. I go, I need this done. I need this done. I need this done. Because they rushed me to move in. Right. I remember. Because they're like, which I get because things go fast. Yeah. I was like, okay, but then it's going to have to be like ready, ready. Like I want the fridge cleaned. I want the stove spotless. They end up giving me a new fridge, new stove. Nice. Okay. Painted everything, cleaned it, did redid the plumbing because I was like, the water pressure is not good enough. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You got to ask for things, people. You got to yeah, ask like, for this I, shit. I can't. I go, and I would like video it and send it. I go, this is not going to work. Got, I need, wa- I need more water pressure. So plumbing came. Then I hired a maid on like one of the apps, you yep. know, and had it before I even moved in, had it like cleaned again just to make sure, you know? Yeah. And then um, I also hired an exterminator oh. to come and spray it before I moved in. Yeah. Just to have it like if there – if there's any roaches, it's an old, it's like an old, yeah. old, old building. It reminds me of my building in New York. Yeah. Like it's like that old. Um, but let me tell you something. But here's the best part is like when I got the call that I got approved for the building, I literally was like, great. Which building is this? <laughs> They're like, what? And I go, what? A p- I have no idea. Because you had what- so many like I had things so going. many things happening. Yeah, I know. With the part, I had no idea what I. I was like, so I was like, can I go back in there right now and look at it? She's like, yes. So I went back and I go, 
oh, okay, yeah, okay, let's do it. I get it, man. Listen, I before this place that we found, I had two other places with applications in. Now, now, not to toot my own horn, but I do have perfect credit. Um, I do. Well, um, you're, but your I, I'm dad just saying. Or your mom is an accountant. My mother's an accountant. Right. So, so yeah. Right. I, but no. But this is this is my point. Is that I lost two places. It doesn't matter. Literally, one person decided they outbid me, saying they would do a two year lease, and somebody else just offered more money month to month, or whatever it is. So I, it's a it's a very competitive market. I found I found this mansion in um, Eagle Rock, which is like a, not even a mile away from my old house. This man had this gigantic. And when I say gigantic mansion, like it's probably a three to four million dollar house. Uh huh. Got divorced. Rents out all the rooms. All the rooms have their own bathrooms. Okay. So he rents out all these rooms. Gigantic kitchen with marble. Huge pool and jacuzzi in the backyard. Huge front yard. Big driveway. I mean, it's like typical, right? And I was like, but it would be living with like five strangers. Oh my God, you've been on a reality show. Right. It would have been like living in real world. You should have done it. No. Like one woman had a child, like one per like the mother lived downstairs. He's got a son that comes visits every you know. The, it's like I, a commune. Yeah, so I would be like, I just because like my hours, like if I want to go out at like two a and come home at two a.m., I'd feel weird about. But the believe me, it would have been such an easy move because it was down the street. Right. The house was gorgeous. Everything like the uh, it was unreal. I was like, this cannot be real. But I was like, I can't live with strangers and like feel like I'm tiptoeing at two thirty in the morning. You know, you know, drunk. The first question, <laughs> yeah. And the first, the first question he asked me, "Are you ready for this?" He goes, "Do you cook?" And I go, "Yeah, I love to cook." He goes, "Oh." I go, I get it. Your mom likes to use the kitchen, blah, blah, blah. I go, but I have to eat, dude. So, yeah, I cook. He's like, all right, let me ask you this. Do you cook fish? Oh. And I go, mm, I know you're going. I know you're going with this. I'm not going to cook any fish. Because <laughs> of the smell. Yeah. I go, right. I won't cook any fish. But I cook. Like, I'm going to be cooking. Yeah. Like, I'm not eating out. Right. Like, I'm making breakfast. And I'm making a lunch. And I'm making a dinner. He's like, no. He's like, I like you, you know. And I was like, I'll let you know. And I was just thought about. I was like, I can't do this. That's so weird. It's like a dorm. Yeah, like yeah. a dorm. But like fancy, right? Fancy, fancy dorm. dorm. Or no, no, it's like a sorority or like a fraternity yeah. or something. Even fancier. I'm telling you, this house was like immaculate. It was unreal. I couldn't believe it. I just feel like you wouldn't want to hang out in the public spaces. Like, if well, you lived- the, the room. The room was huge with full master bath. Like each one, he built it so each room had a, except for one of them, had a smaller bathroom, but still its own private bathroom. Right. So, like, it was like, I could, like, live in that space. Like, it's, I mean, I'm in a studio now. It's the same thing, except I have a full, you know, kitchen and autonomy. Right. (laughs) I just set up my, um, I just set up my um, surveillance camera in my studio. What? <laughs> well, because I got one for free in a gifting suite. Okay. <laughs> so I put it up in my um, 
I put it up at the studio. So when I'm out of town, I mean, I don't you, know the neighbors yet. I can true. see it on my phone. And oh. it like alerts me when it um, gets triggered. Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. Steven has one, but it's only for monitoring his cats. Yep. Just so that I know what they're up to when I'm gone. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like one of those things. But it's this one rotates 360. Oh, that's shit. I got to pick an angle first and then got I'm stuck with it. Yeah. No, this one like rotates. It's great. That's very cool. Yeah. And it has uh, infrared. Does yours? No. (laughs) It has a laser pointer, though, so I can... See the fuck cats. From, the cats? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the well, the voice part. That's where you fuck with them. Oh, you could yeah, talk. Yeah, to, yeah. You could talk on this one too. So I it's like a, a it's like the, the Ring wall. app. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like, what if you turned it on and there was somebody in your place right now? I'd die. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I want to talk about so my time off. What about it? We went home to Atlanta. Uh, brought the baby. By the way, I went to Atlanta too. I know we missed each and other. I went to Disney World. I heard. Did you have a good time? I did. It's lovely. We went to Atlanta. Um, we were with my parents for a long time. Went down to um, <clears throat> South Georgia to Sea Island, uh, which is just south of Savannah. Um, had a lovely little family vacay down there with a, a old friend of mine, um, and we and then we came back up to Atlanta. And left the baby with my parents, and we went to Bermuda for four days. During the hurricane. Right. So here's the deal. Irma. Yeesh. Yeah, it was not good. It was not, it was very scary. However, I was very lucky that I had chosen Bermuda, and this is why. Everyone was like, I can't believe you're still going to Bermuda. Um, Bermuda's actually, latitude-wise, like, on the same plane as, like, a South Carolina all the other, you know, the Bahamas, St. Croix, Turks and Caicos, Puerto Rico, those are all in, really in the Caribbean. Um, and, but I think people assume that, um, that Bermuda is like lumped in with that. I was like, I saw your pictures on Instagram. I was like, you didn't look like you were in a stormy. We were not in a storm at all. We were very lucky. We got very lucky. And the only reason we got lucky, because I booked this trip back in, I mean, June, Listen, I'm a bargain traveler, all right? I look when there's deals, and I book vacations through packages, and I was about to hit, like, yes on a Bahamas vacation, and then I was like, hold on. Someone said that there's Zika in the Bahamas, and um, if I don't know if we're having a second child. We're still talking about that, but if I, if I go there, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I got bit by a mosquito now i have to like freak out i don't need the extra freak out so i literally googled what caribbean what um east coast islands do not have zika and like the yeah bermuda was like the only one so we like totally lucked out but it was a little crazy considering the timing we drove back to atlanta and irma was hitting the caribbean and then we flew to bermuda and brandon was like like nails in skin the entire time. He was like, was it bumpy? Um, every well, flights are always a little bumpy. But every time there was a bump, he was like, oh my god, it's the That's hurricane. How I oh am. my god, it's the hurricane. Because you know, I hate and I'm like, fl- you know, we're flying. a thousand miles away from the hurricane. He's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like we're gonna go down. We're gonna go down. And then it like freaked me out. We were fine. Um, but then on the way back, you know, it did come up through the East Coast. Not as bad as people thought it was gonna be, but. 
we for some we somehow made it within like six hours of that hurricane hitting Atlanta. Like we were very lucky. You know what's so funny is that I I too am afraid of flying, whether it's a hurricane or not. Anytime I, I hate flying. Yeah, and I fly all the time. Yeah, I was flying in New Orleans, and I got I had a layover in Dallas, and Gustav was coming. To the Gulf. Oh, okay. Hurricane Gustav. So it was the last flight out of Dallas. And I just, I was like, I have to get on it because I can't get stuck in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I have family in New Orleans. So literally, we're racing to get to New Orleans before, like, the winds, like, really start picking up, even though it was fine. But the best part was as before we started landing the pilot gets on and goes we're going to do and i forget what they call the term you might want to look it up steven it's a one wheel landing oh no oh no 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 what so, oh yeah he were the back drags no so that you land on one wheel on like a right on like wheel the side? on the side oh, like you land on a no. right wheel and then they come down instead of like doing it like both wheel, both back wheels, and then front. absolutely not. They do the back right wheel. There's a term. He says it on the thing, and then he, and then like literally, he's telling us at like 20 minutes before we're gonna land. So I'm like, why didn't you tell us that before we took off? He goes, so we're gonna have to do a one wheel landing due to the winds or whatever. Oh my god, I would like, die. Oh my god, <laughs> I would die. I mean, Brandon was already like freaking out, and oh, then yeah. he was freaking me out. It's, I mean, it was fine. It like ended up being totally like normal. It felt normal, you know, but like I'm, I'm already clutching, like I'm sweating profusely. I hate flying. Um, I, what, Stephen? Oh, is this, uh, the decrab? That's correct. Or decrab. What? Yeah, it says the decrab. Yeah, what technique is used most commonly to land in a crosswind? Um, and so this method, the decrab is, it's the, hmm, there's a lot, well, this is a very intense article with graphs and maybe we'll put a link in I'm on social media. Oh my gosh. Not only that, I, I mean, I love my favorite vacations ever are the ones where it's just a tropical island and there's nothing to do but lay on the beach and drink, which is what my husband and I so drastically needed. And it's what we did. But what I hate is flying to those islands because there's nothing between you and that island but a lot of water. <laughs> and it makes me crazy. When you start to land, you're getting so close oh, to yeah. the water, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, oh my yeah. God, oh my God. And yeah. then it was like our honeymoon, Costa Rica. Holy shit. Well, yeah, like we went to a, like, a different part of Costa Rica and I literally thought we were crashing into the water. Well, that's, and then all of a sudden yeah. like a runway came up. Well, that's how it is when you fly into Tampa Bay. It's awful. And New Orleans sometimes, depending on where what which direction you're going to land. You basically have flop sweat as you're landing. And also Hawaii. Yeah, no, no, it's true. Actually, JFK is kind of like that. LaGuardia. Yeah. I mean, it's LaGuardia I'm thinking of. LaGuardia. It's LaGuardia. LaGuardia has fucking potholes yeah. in their runway. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I remember one time when I was going to school in New York and I was going home for the holidays and I was leaving out of JFK and... um. We're pulling out. I'll never forget it. We're pulling out. We're like taxiing to the runway. And I look to my left and there's a giant burnt 
plane in the center <gasps> of the fuck. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's what I want to see before I take Not off. Not a good omen. Not a good omen. Yeah. No, I have, you know, I have um, rituals before I fly. Oh, you're one of those? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you do? Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. So my stomach immediately knows that I'm flying the next day. Like, so that whole night before, I'm, I'm a hot mess, like stomach-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a mess. You have the die-die. I have everything that you can imagine. Okay. So I usually like to fly either late at night or early, early in the morning because less turbulence, the weather's more, it's more stable because, like, especially in the summer, the heat, that's when you get all that. Like, if you oh. ever fly to Vegas in the summer, sure, that it's makes sense. like really because of the heat coming off the mountains and it's a lot of turbulence. Okay. But if you fly like, Late at night, it's cooled down, or early, early in the morning, it's just less less weather. Okay. So I try to like like for instance, I'm flying to Tampa, Florida, um, Sunday. I'm leaving at six a.m. My flight takes off at six a.m. <laughs> oh lord! Okay. It's practically the middle of the night when you have to wake up. I have to be flight. up at like three thirty to be at the airport by four thirty, and my flight leaves at six. Ugh. So that's okay because I know that it's going to be a better flight. You know, then you're insane. That's how I am. I'm just. I know. Uh, listen, I wanted to be a pilot when I was a kid, and I'm scared of flying. <laughs> I had one bad. Flight. So you would have control. Is that why? I'm a control freak. Uh, yeah. So then, wait. So I also, what I do is like, I'll go to the bathroom the day of the flight. Okay. And I, did I ever tell you that when I was a kid, I used to think that every time I went to the bathroom, like number two, okay. that God was calling me to talk to him? Oh, I'm God. sorry. Wait. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, what? So when I had to go, like when I was a kid, I remember specifically in Dallas, like- I would, we had this little tiny like bathroom. It was just a toilet and a sink in the hall. It was an extra half bath. And it was like my favorite bathroom because it felt like a, like, like a cubicle. And like was, a confessional. Like a confessional. Okay. And so every time my stomach would hurt, I would go sit on the toilet and go, okay, God, yes, I didn't mean to beat up blah, blah, blah on the tetherball court and da, da, da. <laughs> like I would like confess all my sins. <laughs> I would confess all my sins, and then at the end, I would say, in God's name we pray, amen. What? Yeah. I swear. So I just, so every time, so I would literally like, okay, yes, I didn't mean to, Khaled and I got in a fight, I didn't mean to like, you know, do whatever with my little sister or whatever. Ugh, yeah. In God's name we pray, yeah. amen. So literally, like, it was like releasing everything, it, no pun intended, but Yeah. Where did you get that from? I don't know. It just, it just, I just thought that God was calling me to pray right then and confess my sins. I know it's so weird, but oh it's the God. truth. Oh my God. I mean, you're releasing all your shittiness. I'm and, releasing you know? all my shittiness. Literally. And I'm not okay. like, I'm literally like in elementary school when I discovered this. Okay. So to this day, I'll go to the bathroom the day of flying and I'll say, please, God, and I say it in this order. Hi, Georgia, stop by. Hi. Oh my goodness, you're very cute. cute. You're very cute, baby. Before I go on the plane, yeah. I sit on the toilet and I say, Dear God, in this order, it's in the same order every time, 
please let me have a safe takeoff, a safe cruising altitude, and a safe landing. So I say, dear God, please let me have a safe takeoff, safe flight, safe landing. While you're pooping. While I'm pooping. Okay. In God's name I pray. Amen. I walk to the gateway, you know, like Mm -hmm. to get on the plane. The jetway. The jetway. Thank you. And I knock on the outside of the plane three times. Oh my God! Are you? You can't touch the plane. Has anyone ever been like, "Sir, please"? No, they're like, no, no. They then the flight attendant because the flight attendants are greeting you right there. So because it's part of the outside, you know, the door is. I'm like, knock, knock, knock. And that's and you're the obsessive compulsive one in the group. No, but that's what I do. But. And then I go to the flight and I go, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. I need four vodka sodas yeah. stat. I'm, I'm scared of flying. I, you know, I'm going to need a drink. And I also like to sit. I pick my seat based on where the flight attendants are because like even like on the bulkhead, they have like that one or two seat where they're sitting. The jumper with, seats. Yeah, the jumper seats that they're sitting during takeoff and landing. Right. So I like to watch their reaction. To see how, if they're not freaking out, then this is a normal takeoff. If they are, then, you know. Right. Right. If they're, then, like, reading their Us Weekly, like, right. it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I used to only fly United. Well, first, as, first. But I you used, didn't want to get dragged off a plane? No, no. So. No, no. First, I used to fly Delta only because they were the official airline for Disney World. And so, well, because then I kept thinking, well, God's not going to kill all those kids going to Disney. Oh, God. <laughs> right? You have to be kidding me. <laughs> Swear to God. So then I flew United because I discovered on United Airlines, they have Channel 9, where you can listen to the cockpit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I on do. Channel 9, you can listen to the cockpit. I don't want to know anything. Oh, it's, it's so, it makes you feel so much better because you hear them talking to air traffic control each each time they like switch over, and if there's turbulence, they'll say, "Hey, we're 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 getting a little bumpy ride right here at thirty six thousand feet. Can we move to thirty eight thousand? Right, right. Or is there a smoother? So you know altitude? what's happening. So I knew it's happening, and I knew that they were aware and not just. I feel you. Right. I feel. Here's you. another thing that annoys me is that if you ever notice that when they serve you dinner on the plane or when they're doing the service. It gets bumpy because the pilots are on fucking autopilot at that point eating. and they're eating. So uh, it's like the plane is flying itself. So they're not like steadying it. Shit. Yeah. It's got to be so nerve wracking to be on camera the whole time on those pla- If you can just listen in at any time. Right. I feel like you probably can't be like just talking shit on. Yeah, but they're not like, talking. Hey, Dan, how was your weekend? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they don't know the air traffic control people. It's like there's thousands oh, of air them. Oh, oh, control. I thought it was the pilots. Oh. For no, some there's oh, the oh, pilots oh. are talking to air traffic control. Gotcha. So you hear? You know, I'm going to move up. I'm going to yeah. No, gotcha. every thirty to forty minutes they switch air traffic controllers. So like like say you're flying Tampa to L.A. You'll go Tampa air traffic control, and then you might have to pick up New Orleans air traffic control, then pick up maybe Dallas air traffic control or Phoenix air traffic control because you're flying in their airspace. Yeah, I got you. Well, we have a friend, and it's one of Brandon's very close um, schoolmates. He was in our wedding. Um, He's a pilot for a major airline. I won't mention which one. Um, But he... Uh, he came over, he, he started his career in the Air Force, 
and then moved to commercial pilot. It's actually very, very difficult to be a commercial pilot. He started for a smaller airline, has moved to a major right. commercial airline. Like, it's very hard to get that job. Um, and I remember distinctly, he came over, he had a layover here in L.A. and just came to spend the evening with us. And Brandon, of course, started making martinis at, like, 6.30. And, like, 9.30, 10 o'clock rolls around. And I'm like, um, guys, maybe... Like, when's your flight? Should this, like, should you guys maybe slow down? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. He's like, um, I'm, I'm done. I was like, okay, great. Um, when do you have to fly out? He's like, oh, my flight's not until, like, 6.30. And I was like, p.m.? He's like, no, 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 a.m. I was like, oh, he's gonna have a. Okay, gonna I'm gonna a, go ahead and get your coconut water. I'm a little confused. He's I'm gonna a little have concerned. a 12 hour, I think he's gonna have a 12 hour turnaround. You know, I think so, 24 hours for pilots. I don't know. That's not good. What airline? No. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. Um, well, this has been fascinating. You didn't say anything about your summer. You went to Bermuda. I went to Bermuda. We almost got caught in a hurricane. You got to pick up for your season two. I got to pick up for the season two. Hollywood Darlings. Uh, Here's the deal, guys. We're back. We're back. So let's let's just throw out some of the guests that we're going to have on. Okay. This is exciting. So um, we're going to have, these are people you're going to be excited to listen to in the coming weeks. Uh, David Hull. You would know him from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and from uh, Insecure on HBO. Uh, He's the white Josh. Yeah. And this is in no particular order, by the way. No particular order. Rona Bennett. She's a former Mouseketeer. She is in En Vogue. She's done lots of television, um, including Jamie Foxx. So get ready for her. That's fun. Lauren Lapkus. Uh, she's hilarious. You know her from Crashing. She has a podcast that's super um, that's super popular. She has um, a, an improv show here in L.A. She works all the freaking time. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's very funny. Jordan Lane, who's a stylist to the stars. So we're going to get a little wardrobe background. Um, she's a lot of fun and a good friend of mine. So get ready for her. Our friend Kelly, who owns and runs x17online.com. We're going to hear some stuff behind the scenes from the paparazzi sort of point of view. It's actually phenomenal it's stories. Phenomenal. Yeah. It's some like real dirt on the inside yeah. of Hollywood and how shit kind of runs. And I think it's going to be... It's it's I I could have talked to her for days. I, I think we need to have her back on. I agree. Yeah, I agree. We have some others that we're working on, um, and I don't want to say too much, but we're really hoping to get Stacey Keenan back on because you know a lot of people wrote in about her and she had a two parter, and we have to talk more murder with her just because there's we so have many to. murders happening. There's a lot of murders. There's a lot of things to catch up on on that front, even yeah. though it's not even our podcast. But um, and then OJ's out, right? So we got to talk about that. Because um, did you see today? And then or, I have some other stuff today. I want to review with her from our time. Oh, and of course, then there's my daughter. You never know when she's going to make an appearance. Hi, Georgia. Okay. Wow. Nope. Nope. And she's off. Well, I'm glad we're back. I mean, I'm glad I'm back too. I guess I've missed you, Stephen. I've definitely missed you. Oh, I missed you, Christine. Oh, and we're working on possibly doing a live show in December. Yeah, December sixth so, at the Gary Marshall Theater uh, in Toluca Lake. More on that very soon. But um, you'll see it on our Instagram and on our Twitter and all the things as we start to ramp that up. But uh, just put it in your calendar because if you're in the LA area or you want to fly in, 
we would love to see you there. It'd be yeah. a lot of fun. Um, well, Allah, it's been real. I know. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're at least settled. And I'm not settled. I'm still moving. Okay, but at least <laughs> tell the people I gave you I gave you some stuff for your birthday to like help you get settled. Oh, you did. You gave me a awesome gift card from Target. What'd you get? You. I got a <laughs> I got a bath mat. Still amazing. I also got um oh I got a set of dishes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh I also got an ice cube tray. Awesome. With it, and the the whatever you pour the ice cubes from the ice cube tray in. What is that called? You pour the cubes. Well, you gotta like break the cubes up and then you Oh, like um like a bin. Like a, a bin. Freezer bin. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay, okay, okay. I got that. And yeah, you got me a lot of stuff. You Good. didn't know you got it. I didn't know. I don't know what I got you, so no, I'm glad. I, I still need to get a broom. I got a Swiffer, but I don't like it. You don't like the Swiffer? I'm not happy with the Swiffer. Ooh. I mean, not for dry stuff. The wet, I use it for the wet. Yeah. It's fine. If we could only get sponsored by Dyson. That'd Seriously. I mean, I mean, I'll take it. I like the wet part of the Swiffer, but it just doesn't work. I, I, now I, have, a, I have a rug, so I have to, Ooh, I have to get a yeah. vacuum cleaner. Oh, God. That's a lot of fucking shit. Well, yeah. Living on your own is tough, baby. But you're going to make it. Ugh. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We're glad we're back, and we're glad you're still with us. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Yo Lakin. You can find me at Alec Led. You can find me at Stephen Ray Morris. And if you want to follow us on all the social, it's at Worst Ever Podcast or Worst Ever PC. And don't forget to email us. We would love to talk about all your crazy stories and read some of your um, mail online. Online? Online? I guess it's online. On yeah. air? Email. Yeah, I don't know we'll what you call it. it. Yeah. And anyway, just, e- yeah. just email us. Just and tell us listen, things. By the way, for those of you who are saying negative things about me, it really doesn't bother me. It just fuels my fucking fire. So He's bring like it. He's like two vodkas deep. So. so bring it. Worst ever podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Bye. Visit BobbleBar.com and enter promo code WORST to get 20% off your first order.